The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Can you believe Christmas Eve is only three weeks away? Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Friday, December 3rd, 2021, Friday of the first week of Advent. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Friday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the memorial of St. Francis Xavier, born in 1506. At the age of 24, a good friend, Ignatius of Loyola, won the young man to Christ. He made the spiritual exercises under the direction of Ignatius and in 1534 joined his little community, the Jesuits. From Venice, where he was ordained a priest in 1537, Francis went on to Lisbon, from there sailed to the East Indies, landing at Goa on the west coast of India. For the next 10 years, he labored to bring the faith to such widely scattered peoples as the Hindus, the Malayans, and the Japanese. Wherever he went, he lived with the poorest people, sharing their food and rough accommodations. He spent hours ministering to the sick and poor, especially to lepers. He went through the islands of Malaysia, then up to Japan. He had dreams of going to China, but that plan was never realized before reaching the mainland. St. Francis Xavier died December 3, 1552. St. Francis Xavier, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing, universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day, according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you, let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And with Pope Francis, we pray for catechists summoned to announce the Word of God. May they be its witnesses with courage and creativity and in the power of the Holy Spirit. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you're here that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins and the grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. Come, Lord Jesus, do not delay. Lord Jesus Christ, in this holy season of Lent, we would like to be focused on the reason for the season, which is your coming as a child in that blessed and holy night that we await. And Jesus, you become one of us in order to save us, as well as elevate us and make us partakers of your divine nature. In the words of Saint Athanasius, God became man so that man can become God. And today, Jesus, we see you Restoring sight to the blind. Speaking of blindness, the ultimate blindness is the blindness of the soul. And what this means is closing oneself in the darkness of seeing. 
and darkness always instills a sense of fear, of insecurity, of loneliness. And Lord Jesus, and Lord Jesus, since you are the light of the world, help me walk towards this light and so experience the warmth and the joy of that communion with you. And that can only happen by embracing this life of grace. Going back to the gospel of the day, we read about this amazing story of faith and of healing. As you went on your way, Jesus, we are told that two blind men followed you, shouting, Take pity on us, son of David. And when Jesus had reached the house, the blind man came up with him, and he said to them, Do you believe I can do this? They said, Sir, we do. Then he touched their eyes, saying, Your faith deserves it, so let this be done for you. And their sight returned. And Jesus, I wanted to pause for a moment on this question of faith, because you asked these two blind men if they had faith. And to their credit, they responded, they did. And so Jesus, the first thing I want to ask of you is for an increase in the supernatural virtue of faith. And like the father of the child with a mute spirit, I repeat to you, Lord, these words, I believe, help my unbelief. Lord, you required this faith as a condition for them to be cured of their blindness, to be restored to sight, to see again. And Jesus, I'm thinking to myself, how often have I sought you out in faith? And does my life, my way of life, reflect this faith in you, Lord? And so the second thing, Lord, I want to ask for is that my faith be operative. And I thought of today's saint who we celebrate well over, born in the royal castle of Xavier in the present-day Spain. Francis will eventually go to study in Paris at the age of 19. A few years later, Francis shared lodgings with his friend Pierre Febvre, or Peter Faber, and soon after they were joined by a 38-year-old Ignatius, who was older than them. Ignatius, the famous Saint Ignatius of Loyola, convinced Peter Febvre to become a priest, but he was unable to convince Francis, who had great worldly aspirations. On top of not being convinced by Ignatius, he was also not convinced of Ignatius' effort to convert other students. One day, Ignatius posed a question to Francis. It was a question that would later on sink deeply into the heart of Francis Xavier and would lead him to a radical change of life. And this question, Jesus, is taken directly from your words. And I'd like them to sink anew in my heart today, now, as I have this conversation with you. And the question is, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and forfeit his soul? And Jesus, while there is nothing wrong with having ambitions, they should never ever replace your will. In the end, what good can success and applause, triumphs, rewards, anything be? If at the end of it all, we do not find you, Jesus. This question, Jesus, does remind me of another event in the life of a saint of the same century as Francis. And this is St. Thomas More. In the final trial, 
The prosecution brought a man who St. Thomas More knew very well, Richard Rich. Richard Rich was a man who was filled with worldly ambitions. And for that, he was willing to cheat and to lie even under oath. And lie under oath he did, to which More replied, In good faith, Rich, I am sorrier for your perjury than my peril. As Richard Rich was leaving the court, St. Thomas More said, I have one question to ask the witness. Richard Rich stops and St. Thomas says, That's a chain of office you are wearing. And reluctantly, Rich faces him. May I see it? Then he reaches out and holds the chain of office. And he says, The red dragon. And he asks, What's this? To which Cromwell, who was leading the prosecution, replies, Sir Richard is appointed Attorney General for Wales, and more. Looking into Richard's face with pain and amusement, he replies and says, For Wales, why, Richard? He profits a man nothing to give his soul for the whole world, but for Wales? Going back to our saint of the day, St. Francis Xavier, once he was converted, his faith was so deep that it led him to give his life completely to Christ as a Jesuit. And his faith was also operative that it led him to give himself fully to seek souls for Christ, such that he has become one of the greatest missionaries ever to walk this planet. In one of his letters that he wrote to St. Ignatius from the Far East where he was carrying out work with souls, he writes, We have visited the villages of the new converts who accepted the Christian religion a few years ago. No Portuguese live here. The country is so utterly barren and poor. The native Christians have no priests. They know only that they are Christians. There is nobody to say mass for them. And no one to teach them the creed or the Our Father. Therefore, since arriving here, I haven't had a moment's rest. I spend my time going from village to village baptizing the children who have not yet received the sacrament. So far, I have purified an enormous number of children, as they say, they not even know their right hand from their left. These little ones won't allow me to pray the breviary until I've taught them some prayer. Such was the faith of St. Francis. Such was his apostolic zeal based on that faith. And the faith of St. Francis makes me wonder, Jesus, is my faith such that my life, my whole life is centered on you? Does my faith lead me to love the others, to have this zeal for souls? Does my faith lead me to reach out to my friends, my classmates, my workmates? Does my faith lead me to speak about you, Jesus, to all those close to me? so that they may get to know you and to love you? Does my faith lead me to want to know you more through study, to get to know my catechism well, to get to deepen my knowledge of the different mysteries of our faith? Does my faith lead me to deepen my knowledge and love for the holy sacrifice of the Mass? Does my faith lead me to a deeper love of our Lord in the Eucharist? Does my faith lead me to receive him in the Eucharist after preparing myself carefully, ensuring that I have no sin that I am aware of and that has not been purified through the sacrament of confession?
does this faith lead me to a deeper life of prayer and penance? And so Jesus, as I come to the end of this time of prayer, I would like to repeat my petition to you, that you may increase my faith and that my faith may be operative. And now I turn to you, my blessed Mother Mary, you who are an example of a faith that is so full and so operative that literally the whole world was changed through your faith. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into practice. My Immaculate Mother, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guiding angel, intercede for me. More of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 17 past the hour. Today's Office of Readings in just a few minutes on Daybreak. On the memorial of St. Francis Xavier, this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. I'm Paul Sadek. It's time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips. And and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in His hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to Him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Today, listen to the voice. 
grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Forty years I endured that generation. I said they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. O Lord, plead my cause against my foes. Fight those who fight me. Take up your buckler and shield. Arise to help me. O Lord, say to my soul, I am your salvation. But my soul shall be joyful in the Lord and rejoice in his salvation. My whole being will say, Lord, who is like you, who rescue the weak from the strong and the poor from the oppressor? 
Lying witnesses arise and accuse me unjustly. They repay me evil for good. My soul is forlorn. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Rise up, Lord, and come to my aid. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. When they were sick, I went into mourning, afflicted with fasting. My prayer was ever on my lips, as for a brother, a friend. I went as though mourning a mother, bowed down with grief. Now that I am in trouble, they gather. They gather and mock me. They take me by surprise and strike me and tear me to pieces. They provoke me with mockery on mockery and gnash their teeth. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. All-powerful Lord, stand by me and defend me. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. O Lord, how long will you look on? Come to my rescue. Save my life from these raging beasts, my soul from these lions. I will thank you in the great assembly. Amid the throng I will praise you. Do not let my lying foes rejoice over me. Do not let those who hate me unjustly wink eyes at each other. O Lord, you have seen. Do not be silent. Do not stand afar off. Awake, stir to my defense, to my cause, O God. Let there be joy for those who love my cause. Let them say without end, Great is the Lord who delights in the peace of his servant. Then my tongue shall speak of your justice all day long of your praise. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Lord, you rescue the poor from their oppressors and you rose to the aid of your beloved Son against those who unjustly sought his life. Look on your church as we journey to you, that the poor and weak may recognize the help you provide and proclaim your saving act. My tongue will speak of your goodness all the day long. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. On that day, the Egyptians shall be like women, trembling with fear, because of the Lord of hosts shaking his fist at them. And the land of Judah shall be a terror to the Egyptians. Every time they remember Judah, they shall stand in dread because of the plan which the Lord of hosts has in mind for them. 
On that day there shall be five cities in the land of Egypt, speaking the language of Canaan, and swearing by the Lord of hosts. One shall be called City of the Sun. On that day there shall be an altar to the Lord in the land of Egypt, and a sacred pillar to the Lord near the boundary. It shall be a sign and a witness to the Lord of hosts in the land of Egypt, when they cry out to the Lord against their oppressors, and he sends them a Savior to defend and deliver them. The Lord shall make himself known to Egypt, and the Egyptians shall know the Lord in that day. They shall offer sacrifices and oblations, and fulfill the vows they make to the Lord. Although the Lord shall smite Egypt severely, he shall heal them. They shall turn to the Lord, and he shall be won over and heal them. On that day there shall be a highway from Egypt to Assyria. The Assyrians shall enter Egypt, and the Egyptians enter Assyria, and Egypt shall serve Assyria. On that day, Israel shall be a third party with Egypt and Assyria. A blessing in the midst of the land, when the Lord of hosts blesses it. Blessed be my people, Egypt, and the work of my hands, Assyria, and my inheritance, Israel. The Word of the Lord. On that day, the Egyptians will acknowledge the Lord. With, With offerings and gifts, they, they will worship him. They will come from east and west, from north and south, to be seated at the feast in the kingdom of God. With, With offerings and gifts, they will worship him. From the Letters to St. Ignatius by St. Francis Xavier, Priest. We have visited the villages of the new converts who accepted the Christian religion a few years ago. No Portuguese live here. The country is so utterly barren and poor. The native Christians have no priests. They only know that they are Christians. There is nobody to say Mass for them, nobody to teach them the Creed, the Our Father, the Hail Mary, and the commandments of God's law. I have not stopped since the day I arrived. I conscientiously made the rounds of the villages. I bathed in the sacred waters all the children who had not yet been baptized. This means I have purified a very large number of children so young that, as the saying goes, they could not tell their right hand from their left. The older children would not let me say my office or eat or sleep until I taught them one prayer or another. Then I began to understand. The kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. I could not refuse so devout a request without failing in devotion myself. I taught them, first the confession of faith in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, then the Apostles' Creed, the Our Father, and Hail Mary. I noticed among them persons of great intelligence. If only someone could educate them in the Christian way of life, I have no doubt that they would make excellent Christians. Many, many people hereabouts are not becoming Christians for one reason only. There is nobody to make them Christians. Again and again, 
I have thought of going round the universities of Europe, especially Paris, and everywhere crying out like a madman, riveting the attention of those with more learning than charity. What a tragedy how many souls are being shut out of heaven and falling into hell thanks to you. I wish they would work as hard at this as they do at their books, so settle their account with God for their learning and the talents entrusted to them. This thought would certainly stir most of them to meditate on spiritual realities, to listen actively to what God is saying to them. They would forget their own desires, their human affairs, and give themselves over entirely to God's will and His choice. They would cry out with all their heart, Lord, I am here. What do you want me to do? Send me anywhere you like, even to India. So great a harvest and so few to gather it in. Pray to Pray the, to the Lord, Lord of the harvest. Beg him to send out laborers for his harvest. You will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you, and you will be my witnesses to the ends of the earth. Pray, Pray to, to the, the Lord, Lord of the harvest. Beg him to send out laborers for his harvest. Let us pray. O God, who through the preaching of St. Francis Xavier won many peoples to yourself, grant that the hearts of the faithful may burn with the same zeal for the faith, and that holy church may everywhere rejoice in an abundance of offspring. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 22 minutes before the hour, today's gospel is coming right up. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app on the Memorial of St. Francis Xavier. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, the Lord encounters two blind men of great faith. It's from the ninth chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. As Jesus passed on from there, two blind men followed him, crying aloud, Have mercy on us. Son of David, have mercy. When he entered the house, the blind men came to him. Do you believe that I am able to do this? Yes. Yes, Lord. Then he touched their eyes. According to your faith, be it done to you. And their eyes were opened. <gasps> Jesus sternly charged them. See that no one knows it. But they went away and spread his fame through all that district. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings can be found on the relevant radio app. Francis Xavier, whom we celebrate today, knew that he was called to help evangelize the world. Now, very few of us are called to cross the ocean to preach the good news but we are called to do just that wherever we may be. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 7, Special Feasts. (music) 
And he said to them, Go into the whole world and preach the gospel to every creature. Every Christian needs to feel urged by our Lord to fulfill Christ's command with courage and daring in the ordinary circumstances of his or her life. As John Paul II reminds us, we Christians are called to be apostolically daring with our confidence firmly placed in the Holy Spirit. As we look around us, we realize that there are many people who still do not yet know Christ. Many who are baptized live as though Christ had not redeemed them, as if he were not truly present in our midst every day. Many go about their lives like those who drew down the compassion of Jesus, crowds who were bewildered and dejected like sheep without a shepherd. They go on and on without any specific aim in life, disoriented and wasting their precious time since they seem to have no sense of direction. Like the Lord, we too are filled with compassion for those people. Though at times they seem, humanly speaking, happy and successful, they fail in the worst way possible because they do not behave as, nor are they even aware of being, children of God, on a journey to the eternal home of their Father. We cannot let the eternal salvation of anyone be at risk due to our lack of apostolic spirit. We are called to share our faith and zeal for souls with others. These souls in their turn can become messengers of the good news that Christ has left us. In the thousand and one different details of our everyday life, we need to echo John Paul II's words when he spoke in Xavier, the birthplace of the saint whose feast we celebrate today. Christ needs you and calls you to help a great many of your brothers and sisters to be saved and fulfill their humanity. Live your life according to upright and noble ideals. Do not give in to the temptations of hedonism, to the hate and violence that degrade humanity. Open your heart to Christ, to his law and his love, without putting conditions on your availability and fearing to make a lasting commitment, because love and friendship have no limits since they are everlasting. If we are ever unable to convince our relatives and friends to take part in this divine adventure, the most joyful undertaking of all, let us consider how Ignatius won over the young student Xavier for the work of the Lord. Reasons? What reasons could the poor Ignatius have given to the wise Xavier? Surely they must have been few and shabby for bringing about so profound a change in the soul of his friend. Prayer brought about the conversion. We are all called to be daring, to confide always in our Lord's grace, in the help of the Blessed Virgin and of the Holy Guardian Angels in spreading the faith. Let us ask the Lord to enkindle in our hearts the ardent love of God that inflamed St. Francis Xavier in his zeal for the salvation of souls. Let us also not fail to have recourse to the Blessed Virgin, so that we may draw many others with us to Christ, and so that these, in their turn, might become apostles of the Lord. In Conversation with God is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 14 minutes before the hour. Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at divineoffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. 
Lord, you will accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. Have mercy on me, God, in your kindness. In your compassion, blot out my offense. O wash me more and more from my guilt, and cleanse me from my sin. My offenses, truly, I know them. My sin is always before me. Against you, you alone have I sinned. What is evil in your sight, I have done. That you may be justified when you give sentence, and be without reproach when you judge. O see, in guilt I was born. A sinner was I conceived. Indeed, you love truth in the heart. Then in the secret of my heart teach me wisdom. O purify me, then I shall be clean. O wash me, I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear rejoicing and gladness, that the bones you have crushed may revive. From my sins turn away your face and blot out all my guilt. A pure heart create for me, O God. Put a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence, nor deprive me of your Holy Spirit. Give me again the joy of your help. With a spirit of fervor sustain me, that I may teach transgressors your ways, and sinners may return to you. O rescue me, God, my helper, and my tongue shall ring out your goodness. O Lord, open my lips and my mouth shall declare your praise. For in sacrifice you take no delight. Burnt offering from me you would refuse. My sacrifice, a contrite spirit, a humbled, contrite heart, you will not spurn. In your goodness show favor to Zion, rebuild the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will be pleased with lawful sacrifice, holocaust, offered on your altar. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be forever. forever. Amen. Father, he who knew no sin was made sin for us to save us and restore us to your friendship. Look upon our contrite heart and afflicted spirit, and heal our troubled conscience, so that in the joy and strength of the Holy Spirit we may proclaim your praise and glory before all the nations. Lord, Lord you will you accept the true sacrifice offered on your altar. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Truly with you, God, is hidden, the God of Israel, the Savior. Those are put to shame and disgrace who vent their anger against him. Those go in disgrace who carve images. Israel, you are saved by the Lord. Saved forever, you shall never be put to shame or disgrace in future ages. 
For thus says the Lord, the Creator of the heavens, who is God, the designer and maker of the earth, who established it, not creating it to be a waste, but designing it to be lived in. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken from hiding, nor from some dark place of the earth. And I have not said to the descendants of Jacob, Look for me in an empty waste. I, the Lord, promise justice. I foretell what is right. Come and assemble, gather together, you fugitives among the Gentiles. They are without knowledge who bear wooden idols and pray to gods that cannot save. Come here and declare in council together, who announced this from the beginning and foretold it from of old. Was it not I, the Lord, besides whom there is no other God? There is no just and saving God but me. Turn to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth, for I am God, there is no other. By myself I swear, uttering my just decree and my unalterable word. To me every knee shall bend, by me every tongue shall swear, saying, Only in the Lord are just deeds and power. Before him in shame shall come all who vent their anger against him. In the Lord shall be the vindication and the glory of all the descendants of Israel. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it as was, it was in, the in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. All the descendants of Israel will glory in the Lord's gift of victory. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Let us go into God's presence singing for joy. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing for joy. Know that He, the Lord, is God. He made us. We belong to Him. We are His people, the sheep of His flock. Go within his gates, giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal is merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. Amen. Let us pray. With joy and gladness we cry out to you, Lord, and ask you, open our hearts to sing your praises and announce your goodness and truth. Let us, Let us go, go into God's, God's, God's presence, singing, singing for joy. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks, Thanks be, be to, to God. God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. 
On your your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. What you say of me does not come from yourselves. It is the Spirit of my Father speaking in you. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Gathering our prayers and praises into one, let us offer the prayer Christ himself taught us. Our Father, who Who art art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, 
as As we we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who through the preaching of St. Francis Xavier won many peoples to yourself, grant that the hearts of the faithful may burn with the same zeal for the faith, and that Holy Church may everywhere rejoice in an abundance of offspring. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. John and Glenn are next with Morning Air. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. Go out, make it a great day, and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.